Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Film Review Central podcast with me, Kieran Grudgens, where I hope we t- the conversation about movies and TV just gets a little bit more interesting. I hope you really enjoyed the intro, guys, because that is going to be the official Film Review Central intro for uh, the time being. We might change it up if you know I mean, it needs that, but I really, really like it. Um, it is going to be an intro that... Um, is going to sort of set up what was happening with it, uh, with everything as we're moving into the sort of new stage of the FRC channel. And all intros will be uh, released on our official Instagram, so you can just literally just check out the intros. And all the new shows will have their own individual ones, so make sure you favorite and follow the podcast. Make sure you check into these new shows. Box Office Malfunctions first episode dropped this week and so did the marvel power hour so really really great intros for some really fantastic first episodes and no doubt they are going to keep being very very interesting so shout out to gary shout out to Dwayne, shout out to the new guys as well jason and brandon many thanks to have them on the channel it's fantastic to uh, get them on as well bringing bringing in more people so speaking of marvel we've got a podcast which i should have done last week um, but due to obviously schedule scheduling conflicts and uh, other stuff, I decided against it. But we have got all eight MCU Disney Plus Phase Four series now released with the head of She-Hulk's finale this weekend. So I, last weekend, so what I thought we should do is to rank all eight mcu disney plus phase four series from the worst to the best haven't done a ranking for a while they've been podcasts that i've um probably put on the back burner a little bit but still really really enjoy them obviously it gives a nice culmination when black panther what kind of forever comes out next month i will be releasing a podcast with the movies and sort of stuff like that and discuss um the phase four movies but today it's all about the series so let's get started as we rank all eight mcu disney plus phase four series from the worst to the best starting with coming in at number eight is she-hulk attorney at law tatiana maslani stars as a cousin of bruce banner in the culminating show of phase four for me this is one of the weakest mcu shows today but was frustrating because it tried to do something different but nobody really received it and for good reason Mishlani was really fun and likable in the role she gave some big energy in all of the episodes which made her very likable and hopefully we can hear her in another project further down the line However, this is the only positive for me. I thought the CGI was really, really poor. She-Hulk was not too bad, but Abomination was terrible. And not a lot of people are talking about how poor Abomination looked. Wong and Daredevil was used as a constant joke or really underdeveloped, especially Daredevil as well. But I'm interested to see what it does with Daredevil Born Again. Is it going to fit into that Disney mold? Because I was a really big fan of the Netflix show. There are a few strong episodes, but far too many weak ones that outweigh this. They tried to do different, different with the finale and make it all into one big you know, representative and an advertisement for different superhero shows. But for me, you fall under a certain category with MCU shows. And for, and I just don't think this one was very necessary. I would have really liked to see um, something else. I think they did really, really well with Hulk. But apart from that, it's not really got a lot of positives. Coming in at number seven is Ms. Marvel. And Marvel Valini starts as the titular character in the first Asian-led Disney Plus series. And for me... 
I like that. I like the way that the dogs are taking risks, being a little bit more representative, and you do feel like that this show had that Asian feel to it, where even myself was learning about their culture. For me, the show's premise and possibility could have been better than what we actually got. It, it has a really big opportunity to mix the cosmic side of Captain Marvel and Doctor Strange and what we saw in their movies, but also have that comedic sense of Spider-Man and Ant-Man, especially with her being a teenager. For me, this had to follow the MCU sense of world-building, worldwide adventures, which seems such out of place having that in the mid-season. You probably should have... Waited, waited for that and really focused it. The one episode in particular just thought was a bit of a history lesson that could have been replaced with a really good opportunity to expand this world. The finale did redeem it. It was a great finale, but a lot of weak episodes and not really a villain, which has been a has been a big issue with the last two Disney Plus shows, the ones we've just mentioned, Ms. Marvel and She-Hulk. Coming in at, at number six is a surprising one, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This is the second MCU show, and for me, this one returned to the MCU stereotype after one division. They took a risk, and this one, you definitely feel like that this show belonged in the MCU, because they did advertise it as a six-episode movie. You definitely feel like they achieved that. I really liked the the spy genre, so the, the spy elements of Winter Soldier I thought was really, really great. I thought the comedy was very subtle. I was quite surprised because you do think that, you know, the relationship between Winter Soldier and Falcon has been mainly that. But it was replaced by really great storytelling, action sequences, and an interesting character choice. I think a review bad choices for certain characters. John Walker was not likeable at all, but at the end of the day, that's his whole character arc and it was more of Falcon's development into Captain America 4 rather than really assessing this whole area of the world so really it, it had to do a role to to lead in um, but I think for me these two characters did get the spotlight it was just Falcon was definitely the main state with Wind Soldier being there due to the comedic relationship he had with Falcon. Kicking us up in the top five is Hawkeye. The arching Avenger returns, and now finally all six OG Avengers finally have some sort of project um, under their belt. For me, this is the most entertaining and fun series, I think, in Phase 4. It gives us great fan service. It serves continuity for these new and old characters. Kate Bishop, I thought, was fantastic. It just doesn't take itself too too seriously. Their chemistry was really, really cool. I liked Yelena coming in the last few episodes and her chemistry with Kate Bishop. I think it had certain plot points which were abandoned. I mean, the, the live-action role-playing in the park probably didn't need to be brought back in other areas, but Kingpin, I thought, probably could have come in a little bit later, and Echo was just an unnecessary character, but we're hoping but they made a Disney Plus show about that. So we'll have to see what she does with that. Missing out on the top three for me is What If. The first animated show within the MCU is a creative and original way to celebrate the MCU. I was massively wrong with this because I really did think that Marvel were going to celebrate the Infinity Saga and sort of say, look, this is what we've done, but change that initial twist. It didn't, it allowed every story to be very intriguing, but then also link it in with this cosmic ability and also this multiverse ability the action was great i thought the short season a different episode stories allowed for that originality but the only there was a clear overarching story was only really established in the last two episodes i would have liked to see that a little bit more in connect the dots instead of having to watch the whole series again to connect the dots 
Kicking us off in the top three is Moon Knight. Oscar Isaac stars in the Egyptian mythology show. For me, this is unbelievably original with the tone, themes and setting. That is something completely different for the MCU. It's got such a mature storyline and the Egyptian mythology element really captured people's attentions. And so of again that it's a superhero show because they, they do include a lot of different lot of things that the MCU have never done before. I thought all the casting was great. It did have some issues when it involved the small when it involved the supporting cast, mainly because they didn't feel like they had a solid impact. But it had uh potential that might not potentially be used now that we're not it doesn't look like we're gonna be getting a season two. So for me, you have to appreciate what it's done with six episodes in one season. Missed down the top spot for me is Loki, the god of mischief returns in the third show and this is fantastic by the way like let, let me just say that it's hard to put not put this number one i thought hiddleston gave a really different performance which was great to see because he's played different versions of loki in so many films there were some really emotional moments which i was really really surprised with but it celebrated the character it allowed for these variants which i thought was really cool it took risks it definitely gave them the opportunity to you know change the formula and expanded the mcu making this project a lot of people will be talking about for many projects to come i think the finale lacked that action element but did do something original with the whole finale because it allowed Kang the Conqueror to come in and definitely have a massive impact played by fantastic and the absolutely fantastic Jonathan Majors. But clearly coming in at number one is One Division, the first Disney Plus original show and actually the first project of this phase. Proves that Marvel makes intriguing superhero content with great storytelling, great characters, and even better fan service. Twists and turns kept each fan interested in the series. Episode by episode, you felt like you had that cliffhanger ended, and its different tone made it really, really stand out. I do think certain characters had a real injustice, but their main credit scenes built up more storytelling, even just the last line gets people interested and obviously this character assessment particularly of one dot lent in very very nicely to doctor strange too so that is it for the ranking of all eight mcu disney plus phase four show shows let me know what you think about the disney plus shows was i completely wrong with my ranking or do you sort of generally uh, agree would love to hear that via my instagram frc underscore podcast make sure you check out all the other great shows as well and also i've i've done all re- all reviews, non-spoiler and spoiler of all eight shows and all the movies as well. So if you want to listen to them, as well as all of the great other content on the channel, make sure you do that. Thank you very much for all the great positivity as well. And keep checking out the Film Review Central channel where we make the conversation about film and TV sound a little bit more interesting. See you in a bit.